0: Hello, dear friends, and welcome to the It Is Well podcast. I am your host, Danny Hardy, and once again, I am honored that you have dropped in for a listen today. It is through the overcoming of many, many technical difficulties and even some equipment failures. That you're listening to this podcast today, but we overcame and so here we are. So thankful for a team, mainly my husband who has figured out the problems and worked to get them fixed. Um, And so here we are very thankful. Um, It's always a joy to spend this time with you and just pour out the goodness that God is pouring into the well of my soul. I want to say a special hello to all of you who have subscribed to the podcast and are supporting this ministry through prayer, positive reviews, and sharing the podcast with your friends and family. It is a privilege to co labor with you as we seek to share the good news of Jesus Christ with the world. Y'all, summer is in full swing, right? And in my little corner of the world, it's hot. Like, really hot already. I mean, how does that happen so quickly? We went on a little family vacation to our favorite beach spot just a week ago. And when we left home, it still felt like spring. But when we got back, it was like, it's it's like the furnace of the south already. So hot. Um, but thank goodness for shade trees and popsicles and fun water sprinklers that allow us to still play outside nonstop without totally dying from a heat stroke (laughs) right our little hearty party of three spent a week down in South Alabama and on the coast of Florida enjoying a much-needed retreat from the busy demands of life we met up with my mom and one of my sisters and her family at the beach and we just enjoyed endless amounts of sunshine um afternoon naps evening bicycle rides, and the biggest snow cones you have ever seen. And I ate every single bite. Oh, I didn't even feel bad about it. Uh, We just ate way too much on vacation, which is par for the course as vacation goes. But we also did lots of bike riding, which I'm convinced balances out all of the sugar we consumed. (laughs) Oh, and y'all, speaking of bike riding, I totally had a bike wreck. Oh gosh. Yeah, like I rode my bicycle square into a palm tree. <laughs> oh so embarrassing. Um so we were on a curvy bike path. I gotta tell y'all this story because it's just too funny. We were on a curvy bike path and we had just passed a big group of people, which always makes me super nervous that I'm gonna take somebody out. I mean like passing them, just gonna take them out. Uh, but I cleared them successfully. Um, but then I over-adjusted for the next curve. I forgot how to brake. And then I slammed into that palm tree. Ah! Oh, and after hitting the palm tree, I fell into the landscaping of this beautiful flower bed. <laughs> oh, y'all, I was mortified. Uh, my pride was totally bruised. And bike wrecks hurt. I mean, when you're older, you just don't bounce back like you used to. I mean, I still have a bruise. And I had I had tire tracks on my leg, like I ran over myself. I mean, how does that even happen? Ah, uh, and my sweet husband, he was up ahead, like riding with our daughter in one of the, one of those little pull behind carts, and he was yelling back at me, like, "Hey, are you okay?" Um, to make sure I was all right as I lifted myself up from the pine straw. Uh, it was such a mess, but. We continued riding and we spent lots of time just down on the beach with our little girl, just enjoying the beauty and the wonder of God. Now, we're trying to instill a love of the beach and the ocean into our little girl, but y'all, she refused to get in the water, like kicking and screaming her head off. In fact, the only swimming she did was soaking her feet in her sand bucket that we filled up with water for her. Oh, it's pretty ridiculous, just hysterical. Uh, But she had a blast, just building sand palaces, as she called them, digging holes in the sand, dancing to some good music, and eating all the snacks. Like, all of the snacks. Um, So, all in all, despite the bike wreck and the temperament of a toddler, we had a great vacation. It was so good just to get away for a little bit and retreat from the busyness of life. So, as we returned from vacation and I felt a little bit more ready to face the world and all of its demands again, I caught myself really thinking about the importance of retreating. Life is hard, y'all. We get exhausted from the demands of work and kids and spouses and ailing parents and financial strain and sickness and so much more, right? So much. And we've talked about resting well, but this idea feels different to me. Retreating well is more than rest. Learning to rest well is about creating space in your everyday life, every day, every week, to rest and connect with the Lord. But to me, retreating well is about getting away from the normal patterns of life, getting away from the demands, and remembering the goodness of God and the purpose of our lives. Retreating isn't something you do every day or every week, but it should be something that we learn to do with purpose and intention. Retreating well is more than just resting well. We've all experienced a vacation where all we wanted to do was rest because we were exhausted by life, right? But if we will be diligent to rest well on the regular, We can retreat into a space to not only rest, but also to heal, to connect, to dream, and to prepare. It's more than just resting when we are retreating. Retreating is something that Jesus modeled for us in Scripture that I believe is essential to us having the perseverance necessary to co-labor in building the kingdom of God. There is so much work to be done. In order for every ear to hear the good news of Jesus, which makes this idea of retreat so very essential. In order to labor well, we must rest well, and in order to persevere well through the struggles of life, we must retreat to remember and connect. Now, I'm not suggesting that you need to take a luxurious vacation to retreat with the Lord, but I am suggesting that taking the time to get out of your regular patterns of life allows you the space to refuel for the race that we're in. All throughout the Gospels, we see that Jesus took time to get away from the crowds, away from the demands, to spend time with the disciples and with God. His time away prepared him for his ministry. It allowed him to deal with difficult emotions like grief. It allowed him to teach his disciples. It allowed him to care for his soul, and it prepared him to be the ultimate sacrifice for our sins. Jesus retreated to connect with the Father, to remember his purpose, and to prepare for his future. It's more than just resting. In Mark 6, verses 31 and 32, um, this is before Jesus feeds the 5,000, and the scripture says, that because so many people were coming and going that they, the disciples, did not even have a chance to eat, he, Jesus, said to them, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. Now, in this particular passage, the crowds of people actually followed them, and Jesus performed the miracle of the fish and the loaves before sending the disciples off in a boat. But these two verses show us the intention of Jesus to create space for himself and the disciples to retreat, to get away, and to rest. We see in the scripture that the intention was to get away from all of the coming and going, to go to a quiet place, and to get some rest while being with Jesus. I believe, This is something that the Father wants for us today, in the same way that Jesus wanted it for His disciples then. Friends, I believe God wants us to retreat from the demands of the crowds and get away with Him and with our people. After all, this scripture shows us that Jesus was going to go away with His disciples, and those are His people, right? And that leads me to believe that we can retreat with our people for the purpose of resting and being with God. Retreating well isn't about running away from real life or vacating life. Rather, it's about getting away from the demands to reconnect with the purpose of our life, to rest in the Father, and to be restored in our bodies so that we are prepared for the demands when we return to them, because the demands don't go away, right? And so retreating isn't running away, it's refueling so that you can return and continue to run. My husband and I actually met at the beach in 2002, then we dated at the beach in 2003 when I lived there for a summer, and then we got married on the beach in 2005. So for us, the beach is a place of connection a place of divine appointment, and a place full of God's promises. For us, it's a place to retreat, a place to remember the goodness of God. We spend lots of our beach time staring at the expansiveness of the ocean and thanking God for including us in his plans for the world and allowing us to enjoy the beauty that he has created. But for you, maybe it's somewhere different. Maybe it's waking up in the woods and walking quietly with your love alongside a creek with hearts that are postured towards God. Maybe it's spending the night at a friend's house and waking up to coffee and deep conversation about the God dreams in your heart. Maybe it's driving 30 minutes down the road to curl up under the stars with your family to marvel at the vastness of our God. Whatever it is that takes your body, your mind, your heart, and your spirit out of the coming and going of the world to set your focus on the Father and the future He has planned. Go do it. Whatever it is that sets your sights off of your surroundings and onto Him, go do it. Psalm 1611 says, You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. This is what I believe we discover as we retreat with the Lord. We discover the path of life and therefore, in the presence of the Lord, we receive the fullness of joy. I pray that this idea of retreating from the demands of the world to be with the Lord and with your people is one you can relate to and one you can get excited about. I sincerely hope you will strive to create time and space this summer to retreat with Him, to prepare for your future, and remember His faithfulness. As for me, I will be spending the summer months in retreat with the Lord and with my people in preparation for the future of this ministry. I ask for your prayers as we seek His will and plan for what lies ahead. So, friends, Let's rest well on the regular so that we can retreat well with a lasting impact in order that we might say, it is well, no matter what comes our way. I hope you'll make plans to join me again at the end of August as we continue to dive into the well that God is for us and the wellness that God has for us. I am eager to continue this journey and can't wait to chat with you again. I'll talk to you soon. If you were encouraged by today's podcast and believe it will be uplifting to others, then be sure to rate it and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcast. And thanks for listening.